0: We'll kick things off with Elliot Friedman from Hockey Night in Canada and 32 Thoughts. Uh, hello, Fridge. How was your walk today?
1: It's good. I, I'm trying to walk where I see birds. I haven't seen any birds yet because I know yeah. people love the chirping of the birds. Uh,
0: I love chirping you and I love hearing the chirping of the birds in the background. I like <laughs> as we refer to it in the industry as
1: ambient sound.
0: Um, before I get to what should make you a very happy man today, Brad Living is coming up an hour or two. And I was just making the point that the one thing about Brad Trelliving is he is in on every conversation. Someone's available, here's something, Brad Trelliving picks up the phone and calls. Whether it's just a tire kick or whether it's something more meaningful than that, the reputation that Trelliving has carved out in the industry is he does the work, he makes the calls, he knows what's going on. When I say the name Brad Trelliving to you, what comes to mind?
1: Well, I I think a lot of people would say it would be this summer, just about the comeback. people thought that the calgary flames were a carcass and the vultures were going to be circling over top of them right and he found a way to sort of kick back and and keep them in contention Uh, i think calgary is going to be a really interesting team this year they're going to be very different i don't think they're going to be as potent as they were last year But when you talk about what you think you need to win the Stanley Cup, they've got a lot of it. And particularly down the middle at center. They're going to have one of the deepest blue lines in the NHL, and they're going to have one of the deepest center uh, spots in the NHL. And so I I think it's going to be fascinating to watch them. I think their identity is going to be different. And like I said, I wonder if they're going to be able to score as much as they did last year. But I think when you talk about the sutter identity and what we all believe that's supposed to be mm-hmm. i don't think this is a team that's going to very far away from that
0: you see when that trade got done and that's you know the matthew kuchuk deal and jonathan Huberto comes in and Mackenzie weger as well um my first thought if i'm daryl sutter is sure i love having this elite level playmaker in jonathan Huberto, and make no mistake about it he's one of the best uh in the game but if i'm daryl sutter i'm like oh yeah and i can add Mackenzie weger to my blue line to me, that might be the major difference maker for Calgary. We all love Colorado's defense. Like, that is probably the best blue line in the NHL. Man, mm-hmm. with Mackenzie Uyghur in the mix freeze. I put Calgary right there. And if I'm Daryl Sutter, all of a sudden, you know what? Now I'm warming up to a team that, you know, that I really like.
1: I'm with you. I think that Colorado is uh, the best defense in the NHL because they have the best defenseman in the NHL. And they have another guy I think is... Going to rise up the charts really quick as long as Byron can stay healthy. Yep. What we saw last year in the Stanley Cup Final says to us that this is going to be a huge jump season for him. And uh, but uh, but I look at Calgary. I, I think the one thing is going to be interesting is deployment. You know mm. what does how does Sutter use everybody? You know he's the one thing about him is you know people think look at Sutter and they they think about they, they think oh he's like a a cowboy, he's not that forward-thinking. I think he's actually really forward-thinking. I think he's one of the guys who who is always willing to listen to some different ideas in terms of putting together rosters and teams. And I'm really curious to see how he's going to deploy uh, some of his groups and determine exactly who's out there when, like, like which which of his pairs gets the McDavid matchup, which of his pairs gets the yep. gets the dry settle matchup if they're not playing together. You know, how how does he use them in different zones? I'm I, I'm really curious to see this.
0: You know that he'll feed a steady diet of Nazem Kadri to Connor McDavid, though.
1: Yes, he will. Uh, but you know what? Like Backlund's not that bad at it either. Oh, He's really good. And- and, and sometimes you want to go offense to offense and you put Lindholm out there. I, I think these are all the kinds of things that I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing with them this year.
0: So I had to think of you this morning as I'm following along and seeing the cuts and who's getting waved and who's making teams.
1: Did it hurt? Like when I popped into your head?
0: <laughs> it's always awkward. Uh, it's always awkward when I scream fridge. my wife's around. Um...
1: Like, like Professor X, the victim of a psychic attack. It really hurts.
0: <laughs> so here's here. Here's why I thought of you. And maybe I'll always think of you when I hear this name now because of how okay. much of a fan you are. Arbor Jackey with the Habs.
1: Yeah, I uh, I've really look. It, it, you can't if you don't like this guy, and I understand, like the Senators fans, Ottawa hates him, hate him, like him <laughs> very much. But you but you have to like the story. I mean, yep. a total long shot. Um, you know, just someone they found. This is a guy who I think a lot of teams are looking at right now and saying, why did Montreal find this guy and not us? Yep. And um, uh, Matt Turek, who is the new GM in Hamilton uh, in the OHL, who's replacing uh, Steve Steos, who just joined the Oilers, I, I think he's the guy who kind of gets a lot of the credit mm-hmm. for pushing Jack Eye on the Canadians. And... You know, I I think you, I mean, there's, there's always a guy out there that people are going to find and say, give him a shot, give him a shot, give him a shot. And it's with only 50 contracts, not everybody can give him a shot. And Mm -hmm. Montreal did. And I'm really excited to watch Montreal on opening night. They're going to be, they're going to be in Toronto. You know, the Maple Leafs are going to be wired. The crowd's going to be wired. You know, you're going to have a couple of rookie D in there. How did these guys all handle it? How? How do they play against a team that can score like Toronto can, even with some of their injuries? And I'm really excited to see. I'm happy for him because somewhere there's going to be a a young player right now who isn't a first-round draft pick, maybe hasn't even been drafted, but he's going to look at Jack and say, you know what? That's my inspiration. I hope there's more stories like that.
0: And it seems as if, and this isn't an, a sidebar to this, and, you know, we can get to um, Alexander Romanov and how he's played with the Islanders so far and, and certainly other players. It seems like there is now starting to become more of an accent on that type of player, a tough player, uh, one that isn't shy, even though we keep hearing this is a possession game and it's all about good stick and not finish your check. There's more guys that are coming in now that quote-unquote finish their check. Like when Jack is on the ice... Like, how many times did you say, like, hey, listen, when this guy's on the ice, know he's out there. Be aware. You know, we saw this with Moritz Seider last season, and now you have Matthew Barzell comparing, you know, um, Romanoff to, to, to Nicholas Cronwall and Jack Eyes doing, you know, driving the Ottawa Senators. Uh, it's a frustration. You remember what Dj how DJ Smith looked when we brought up his name when we were in Ottawa yeah. a couple of years ago. Like, there are more guys like this coming. Everyone can skate, everyone can play. Now the question is, what distinguishes you? Uh wanna get to a couple of updates. Uh, Arizona you Coyote. Know, I
1: just I just want to say, Jeff, if yep. I can. I did have one someone from Ottawa say to me, Well, when we dressed Costellic and, and Watson and those other guys the other night, that yep. game was pretty quiet. So Ottawa got a bit of a smirk at the end of at the end of that one on Saturday night I just think Jeff like we talk about this all the time and that mm-hmm. is that the NHL is two seasons the regular season and the playoffs yep and the regular season there are nights off in the playoffs there are no nights off and Jack Eye is the kind of player yeah. you can win playoff rounds with uh,
0: Jacob Chikrin, Uh we thought perhaps he would be skating early this week not so fast.
1: No, I I, I heard last week, you know, Arizona was just out west. They did their uh, bonding trip in Alberta, and then they went and played a couple of games. I had heard the hope was that he would be practicing with the Coyotes today. I checked in this morning. I was told it's not going to be happening yet, likely not until later in the week. Um, It's unfortunate for him. It's unfortunate for them. Number one, you want the guy to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, But number two, um, you know, I, I just think that people are going to be careful until he's out there skating. So, uh, while I do think this will kick up again early in the season, you know, the fact that he's not playing right now or not practicing right now, it's kind of, I know in a couple teams cases, it's held things up a bit. Uh,
0: I want to ask you about Wayne Simmons of the Maple Leafs being on waivers in a couple of seconds, but in the meantime, I'm going to give you, I'm going to run down some names for you free. Yep. Let me know either which names you're most curious about or which names you think might be claimed later on this afternoon. Okay. Uh, Alexi Heponyemi, Florida. Giovanni Smith, Detroit. Julian Mm -hmm. Gauthier, New York Rangers. Michael Mm -hmm. Kempney, Seattle. Nick Mm -hmm. Foligno and Mike Riley, Boston. Anton Mm -hmm. Bleed, Colorado.
1: Okay, so um, like I did have some people say that they could see Happanyami getting claimed.
0: Okay, for example,
1: if you're a team like like someone said to me, I didn't speak to anyone in Chicago, but you know, someone said to me like that's a guy that a team like Chicago should be looking at. Um, he's he's a victim of the roster squeeze in Florida because of their yep. cap situation. They they won't be able to carry twenty three. Um, like again, I don't know if anybody will claim him. But I had a couple teams saying that if they were younger or rebuilding and they had room, that's a guy they'd be going after. The Kentney one I'm really curious about, it's one year, 750, and it wasn't long ago that this guy was a decent player on a Stanley Cup team. So I'm really curious about that one. Um, Not a lot of the other ones. I have to confess, I don't speak to everybody, so some people have certain preferences. You know, the Riley one reminds me a lot of, of Martinuk and um you know martinook was a guy if it wasn't for the number in the term he would have been claimed for sure and you know carolina was pretty confident i heard that he wouldn't get claimed they had done a lot of work and they were right you know riley i look at him he's making three million this year four next year the aav is three I, He like on merit he should be claimed easy yep. i just look at if martin couldn't get claimed I wonder if there's any chance that means that Riley doesn't get claimed. So, those are kinds of the ones I'm looking at. You know, Felino's interesting. The Flyer fans are all over Twitter today. Bring back Simmons. Bring back. Bring in Felino. Yeah. I know. I know. In Boston, there, there's a couple guys there who've written that maybe Felino goes to Philly because of the history with Tortorella. I don't know. I, I that'll be an interesting one there in Philly because I'm hearing there's some internal debate. There's some people who wanna play the kids and there's others who are like, they're not ready. So I, I'm really curious to see if they would actually do that.
0: That'll be an interesting strike. We're gonna talk about Philadelphia plenty this season. Something tells me, and it's not just because of Tortorella. It's, listen, it's, you know, the the hard decision, the the pull off the Band-Aid. If you go two and nine to kick off the season, what becomes your season? And we can see that happening with the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, I wanted to ask you about Wayne Simmons. And you yep. had this story yesterday before he officially went on waivers and Toronto trying to do the right thing by the player. Your thoughts on Wayne Simmons, Toronto, on waivers.
1: Well, they sent out an email on uh, on Saturday. I actually didn't know this when I first heard about it. I had some people say, check it on Simmons, check it on Simmons. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I found out, and I was able to track down the specific verbiage they use, which is, you know, the the the, tr- the return doesn't matter. We want to do right by the player. I just think there's an understanding here that uh, Wayne Simmons is deserving of a certain high level of respect and that everything he's accomplished in his career, yep. uh, they want to treat him properly. Now, the honest truth is he got, in their eyes, he got beaten out for jobs. So there's not really a space for him. And I'm not, I, I don't think he'd want to go to the AHL. Now, that doesn't mean he won't. I just don't think it's what he wants to do, he wants to play, he feels good, he's an NHLer, he wants to be an NHLer, I think we can all understand that. So we'll kind of see, obviously nothing's happened yet, we'll see how all this plays out, like I said, all the Flyers fans in my mentions are bring them back, bring back the Wayne train. I've got yeah. Thomas the Train gifts in my in my replies with Wayne Simmons' face on it. Um, you know, I I don't know where this is going to go, Jeff. Yeah. But there's there's no question they've made it clear that, that he's available, and you want and I think he's also made it very clear. He wants to play in the NHL. So we'll see if something shakes up.
0: You know, one of the things, speaking of waivers, one of the things that I thought about was, you know, the minute that Arizona claimed Yusuf Alamaki, um, was that the precursor to finally a Jacob, we mentioned Jacob Trickwin a couple of seconds ago. Was that the precursor to a Jacob Trickwin or maybe a Shane Bear deal? Like, we all know what the score is with the Arizona Coyotes. Like, we yeah. all we all know this is Connor Bedard or Buss. This is get the first overall pick. This is... We all know it, right? Like they're obvious about it. And Chicago is the same way. Would you put those two and two together? Yusuf Alamaki gets claimed that opens up the potential for more of a trade.
1: Uh, Well, I think I think I don't think it opens up the potential for more. I think with Chikrin, he's going at some time. It's just a matter of when, right? Uh, Goss despair could potentially be the same thing, too. Um, So I don't think it necessarily makes it any more likely I'm just, you know, I didn't, I, to be honest, I didn't realize until I looked at it yesterday after Valimaki was claimed uh, just how how many bodies they had. Oh, yeah. And so, so yeah, I, I do think you're going to see players get moved. And the other thing, too, is, Jeff, first of all, nobody stays healthy. And when you're in the West, you need to travel. Like, Arizona's got, because they're now in the Central Division, their travel's a bit tougher. So that can warp you up, too. I, I think it happens eventually. Um, but... I don't know if it changes the schedule. Like, you know, we've talked about with Chickrens, the whole Ryan Ellis situation in Philly has put a cool over some of that, those Chickren talks. Yeah. People want to know he's healthy. And the fact that his return has been pushed back a little bit this week, mm-hmm. you know, people will probably wait a little bit longer
0: uh what are your thoughts on someone we were hoping to talk to when we were in ottawa doing our senators focused podcast we talked to pretty much everybody that we wanted to and the one player yeah, that derek us, blew us off he blew yeah
1: us off. derek
0: brassard big and, star but you know what though he had to put the work in and he was focused on uh, turning his pto into a contract and he did do you have a thought on how derek Broussard fits into the ottawa mix
1: well i've always liked dealing with Broussard, and um you know, I, I think the the thing about him is like, like like we talked on the podcast, which is coming out today about Jimmy Vesey and how yeah. obvious it is that that's a guy who really loves hockey. Right. And to me, Derek Broussard is that kind of guy, too. He's he's a guy who really loves hockey and you don't continue to play at the level he's playing at and Also, you know, it's it's been a few one-year contracts in a row now. Like this is a guy who was a a first-line center. This is a guy who was making big money, and now he keeps signing for a year at a time, bouncing around and and playing for the NHL minimum. You don't do that unless you really, really love it. And uh, I'm happy for him. I, you know, when when he when he joined on on a PTO. I think it was Mark Mathot who mentioned that he had a contract there. I think that happens in a lot of these cases where, you know, a a guy goes to a team and they say, "Okay, if you sign, this is what the number is going to be. But sometimes it falls through, like Sonny Milano would be a perfect example. I think when Sonny Milano went to Calgary, we all thought he'd be signing a contract there and then it didn't work out. So. I, I obviously Broussard did the work. I like the way they did it this morning with DJ Smith at the practice. I think yeah. those are always really nice touches, but I'm, I'm happy for the guy.
0: Uh, a couple of things. Um, the season in North America starts on Tuesday and we'll yep, have tomorrow. eyes for Tampa and we'll have eyes for the Rangers, et cetera. But the NHL season officially kicked off global series in Czechia and the national predators yep. won both games Friday, four to one Saturday, three to two. Um, you had mentioned how nice it was to see Tomas hurdle score in his hometown and the smile on his face was great. You know, Nita Ryder looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Nashville is an interesting team. We want to get to San Jose in a second, but Nashville is an interesting team. As we continue to talk about who are the best shut, who's the best shutdown pair in the NHL. I'll tell you what, man, Ryan McDonough and Matthias Ekholm together. Like, how's there, how's a shot going to hit the net? when these two are on the ice together, to me, that's one of the things that really stood out with Nashville, that and how LA Tolvenin can really fire the puck. And if he can do that all year, then a lot of Nashville's prayers have been answered, but you have a thought on those games and maybe the thought on McDonough and Eckholm as a pair.
1: Well, I love, I love McDonough. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, I, I love watching the way he plays. He plays hard and he's always played hard. I thought that was uh, a great pickup. Uh, For Tampa or for Nashville, uh, able to take advantage of of Tampa's cap situation. Um, You know, I I thought also too it was big for them to get a win from Lankinen or as I call it, not Saros. You know, you you need (laughs) Kevin, not Saros. Yeah, you need you need to win games. I think in Nashville last year, the first round proved anything. Look, they weren't beating Colorado. I think we all knew that, but it doesn't mean you should lose like that and. I think they need they need some stability there, and that's big. The Lankanen gave them a win. I think that's important for them. Uh, I like Nashville a lot. You know, there's 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 a couple teams at the bottom of that Central Division that are, as you said, it's when Arizona and Chicago play this year. I mean, if I was the Hawks, I'd scratch and Tays because those games would go to zero zero shootouts. No but, shots.
0: On, no shots on goal free. Shots on goal would know, be like shot, five three
1: no no shots on goal but the, but the, the thing is like like the rest of this the other six teams in that division that's going to be a nasty division oh yeah if, if you if you make the playoffs this year in that division you're going to earn it and even though there will be some empty calories along the way the other the other game teams are going to be tough I, I like nashville i like the way they play they play hard you know, so Lankanen getting a win, you, you mentioned McDonough at home, you mentioned Toyvenin. Yeah. I mean, the thing that's out so to me was actually with San Jose, the guy I was trying to watch as much as I could was Vlasic and he looked better. And that's an interesting one for me for San Jose because this is a guy who's gone from one of the best defensemen in the world, a stalwart on, a, uh, on, a, on an Olympic gold medalist and a, and a World Cup champion, so a guy who the bottom completely fell out of. And I'm just curious to see if he can, he can put it back.
0: We shall see one of the, uh, the stories we find, uh, that we follow this season, uh, a couple of things quickly and sticking with the global series, November 4th and 5th, we'll see Colorado and Columbus, uh, in Finland, yep. Nokia arena and Tampere. Um, what's the future here for each? I mean, we we were in, uh, we were in Germany. We were in, in France over the summer. Uh, for a couple of days each, and when we were in, in in Germany, I had a good chance to spend a lot of time with uh, with Daniel Hopp, you know, the son of Dietmar Hop, who, along with Hassel Platner, the owner of uh, the San Jose Sharks, you know, founded SAP, and we know what that has done internationally and in the association with the NHL. Like, I, I came back from our European trip, each and I said to myself. You know, there's still a ton of money and a ton of opportunity there. This has always been Bill Daly's file. This is, you know, Bill Daly's dossier, international hockey, um, the Global Series kicking off the season once again, teams going back over there. You've talked about Norway and the NHL. Like, how, how profound an, an impact or how deep do you think the NHL wants to get into Europe?
1: Well, why wouldn't you try to take advantage of it as much as you possibly can?
0: Totally. Like I would, I'm, a, like, I'm all honestly like for I, me
1: that hurdle moment. Yeah. you can't buy that. You, you can't you can't buy, like you know hurdle like hurdle seems to be the kind of guy who smiles when a car starts because he's just the happiest guy in the world. Yes, but that that smile on his face and the reaction of that crowd them singing his name it's great. Um, you know I, I remember years ago, uh, back when I did a lot of basketball, I I interviewed Mike Shashevsky once and it was when the Duke Blue Devils played a college basketball game in Buffalo and they scheduled it there was because Christian Leitner was from Angola uh, or uh, New York. And uh, like they just said, he just said that you have to, you, you have to schedule games. He said it was his policy that every player who played at Duke for four years would get a chance to play a game near their home if they weren't from if their home wasn't around duke's schedule hmm. and i just remember him talking about he said first of all Chris later won me title so i'm gonna do whatever he wants but he said that you know that's my promise that if you get a chance to play, if we can schedule if you don't play if you're from where we don't play we're gonna find a way to play close to your home and i always remembered that and i i watched these players and you know, just seeing Yossi and, and all those Boy, guys yeah. talk about how great it was. You know, it, like, I've heard rumors about Norway potential. I mean, I have to assume if that happens, it's going to feature Minnesota. Yes. And can you imagine what it's going to be like for a guy like Zuccarello?
0: I mean, there's only been a ha- I can think of Ebspen Knutsen, I can think of Patrick Floridsen and Matt Zuccarello, and that's it. Like, he is he is Norway's star hockey player to the NHL Mm -hmm. like that that reception will be outstanding for each if they can get a Minnesota wild game there that would be phenomenal
1: just one thing before we uh wrap up yeah what's Uh, up it's in the pod but we're on in Vancouver so we should mention that I I know there's been a lot of talk about the possibility of Marcus Pedersen out there Mm -hmm. someone threw cold water on that to me last night of course that means it'll probably happen right when we hang up the phone but uh, somebody did throw cold water on that to me last night
0: okay but it, it it would mean considering rutherford Alvin, pittsburgh that association it does make some it does make some sense. considering
1: but, the Canucks' pool search doesn't go outside of western pennsylvania no but, that's right
0: they keep it in the keystone state that's what we're doing all of our deals uh okay enjoy the rest of your walk we'll talk tomorrow All right, buddy. Take care, man. There he is, Elliot Friedman from uh, 32 Thoughts and Hockey Night in Canada.